to learn the ancient science of meditation and benefit from this pious service inspired by Sadguru Sadaful Devji Maharaj, the pioneer of Vihangam Yoga. If you are interested in learning the technique or want to conduct a program at your place, and for any inquiry related to it, please feel free to write to us at info at vihangamyog.org. That is info at v-i-h-a-n-g-a-m-y-o-g-a dot o-r-g. Yes, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Vihangam Yog Global Online Satsang. For those of you joining us for the first time, a warm welcome to you. For those of you who returned once more, thank you for your ongoing support. We're reaching the end of the year and I hope everyone's looking forward to the holidays. Uh, you know, it's that interesting point in the year where, you know, we start to shift in perspective, shift in what we're thinking about. And I hope everyone's really looking forward to another bright year ahead. I myself am Avinav joining from Sydney and I'm looking forward to taking you through another great week of riveting discussions and, you know, reflections on very important topics which compose a spiritual lifestyle. In the last edition of, Vihung, of the Vihangamil Global Line Satsang, we discussed the, the depth and the many layers of sadhana, meditation. If you were unable to catch that session, please do check out our YouTube channel for a past recording. This week brings us to the next S in the 4S framework, which is our primary series at this point in time. This week we're looking at satsang, or in more literal terms, being in the company of the truth. As we go through life and assess the different aspects of it and the different aspects we are involved in, we start to reach a point where, you know, the words of other people and the recollections of ourself, uh, they become sort of secondary. Instead, as we move forward, we, we start to pursue things such as the truth and experience in our personal lives. And with the limited time we have, we start to search for concrete ways in which we can arrive at principles, definitions, and personal frameworks by which we can live our lives. Satsang captures the, the essence of such a pursuit in some ways, but it's more than that. It is the pursuit of truth. It expands beyond personal frameworks and attempts to align us with indisputable objective truths about the universe and beyond. And so we start to ask ourselves, what is satsang? What is the value of satsang? How can we perform satsang in our day-to-day -day lives? Is it a matter of sitting with people or is it a matter of being with yourself? Well, today, equipped with our global panel, we'll be diving into this very topic and journey through the lens and medium of Vihangam Yog and the Swarved, the distillation of experiences which Anand Sri Sadhguru Sadafuliji Maharaj had on his most unique and complete journey through the depths of spirituality and beyond. So I welcome you all once again to this week, Secrets from Swarved, realizing the genius within us using the 4S framework, the third S, Satsang. Before we begin our journey, we'll stop for the welcoming prayers, the Svagathgan and Mangalgan, Aligning with tradition, these are prayers offered in the feet of the master of Vihangam Yog. Let's invoke his blessings on this auspicious occasion and then proceed toward learning more about this wonderful topic. Aja 
स्वागत नित्य गुरुवर संत शुभागम आइए अध्यात्म विद्या दिव्य ज्योति सोमरस बरसाइए दोष दूर गुण दूर करके शुद्ध हंस बनाइए भेद गम गति ज्ञान गर्जन शक्ति द्वार हटाइए खुले द्वारा शब्द सागर भक्त जन अनहवाइए जन सदा फल विश्व शिक्षक शान आन बचाइए शान आन बचाइए विश्व शांति नाम मंगल परम गुरु को ध्याइए वर्ग द्वंद शांति दूर कर भाव भेद मिटाइए सार्वभौम समष्टि सत्ता क्यात्मराज बनाइए देश भाषा भाव जगमय ज्ञान पर दर्शाइए समृद्धि सुख शांति धरातल स्वर्ग भूमि बनाइए विश्व शिक्षक जन सदापन नीति स्वर अपनाइए नीति स्वर अपनाइए Thank you for that beautiful composition. With the blessings of the master, we're now equipped to dive further into the topic of the day, secret and swarved, realizing the genius within us using the 4S framework, the third S, satsang, association with truth. As always, if you have any questions or thoughts to share, we have two avenues available to you. The Slido link just on that's on your screen just now, slido.com/vygos. as well as a WhatsApp number which which would just be on screen in a moment. So please do, you know, leave any thoughts, concerns that you want to share with us uh, throughout the session today. We're really excited to, you know, get involved and have a discussion with you wonderful listeners. Now we move towards the pudgeon after which we'll be going to our Q&A session for the day. Today we have once again uh, we're very lucky to have Jandan G joining us uh, from Singapore. Uh, he'll be sharing a pleasure with us, uh, just like he did last week, and we're really looking forward to uh, taking it, uh, taking in, taking it in, and and really reflecting on it. So I'll hand over to you, Chandanji. After which we'll move toward our Q and A session for the day. Jai Sadguru Dev. Thank you, Avinoji. I'm fortunate to have an opportunity to serve through VYOGS platform. I'm going to sing a version. This version is in Hindi. For the sake of common understanding of everyone. i would like to summarize the meaning the theme of the bhajan this bhajan is a prayer to his holiness sadguru by his disciple the disciple knows that he is full of impurities it's his master only who is capable to purify him and liberate him from the ocean of material world he is saying that he is completely involved in his daily life and he is unable to detach himself from the emotions of this material world hence is praying to sadguru to be purified only by his grace and blessings so let's have the bhajan 
मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरिजी कैसे तारोगे मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरिजी कैसे तारोगे हरिजी कैसे तारोगे प्रभु जी कैसे तारोगे मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरिजी कैसे तारोगे नाम छील खिलाए छिल के नाम फाड़े चीथड़ दिल के नाम छील खिलाए छिल के नाम फाड़े चीथड़ दिल के मेरी उंगली पे बांधन की हरी जी कैसे तारोगे मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरी जी कैसे तारोगे मेरे नाथ मेरे नाथ दीना नाथ मेरे नाथ भव सागर में कूद पड़ा हूँ मोह माया में जकड़ा पड़ा हूँ भव सागर में कूद पड़ा हूँ मोह माया में जकड़ा पड़ा हूँ मेरे पाँव पड़ी जंजीर हरी जी कैसे तारोगे मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरी जी कैसे तारोगे बार बार आने जाने में जन्मों के ताने बाने में बार बार आने जाने में जन्मों के ताने बाने में मेरी उलझ गई तकदीर हरी जी कैसे तारोगे मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरी जी कैसे तारोगे मेरे ना मेरे नाथ दीना नाथ मेरे नाथा सिंह खा मोस रहू मैं कितना भी निर्दोष रहू मैं नथा सिंह खा मोस रहू मैं कितना भी निर्दोष रहू मैं मैं हूँ 
त्रुटियों की तस्वीर हरि जी कैसे तारोगे मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरि जी कैसे तारोगे हरि जी कैसे तारोगे प्रभु जी कैसे तारोगे मेरा अवगुण भरा रे शरीर हरि जी कैसे तारोगे हरि जी कैसे तारोगे हरि जी कैसे तारोगे जैसा गुरुदेव थैंक यू सो मच Thank you, Chandanji. Uh, that was such a wonderful bhajan. And as Chandanji mentioned, you know, as we go through the spiritual discipline and the spiritual path, you know, the the disciple starts to slowly become self-aware. And the more we become self-aware, the more we realize how many impurities and how many difficulties we are facing within, you know, moving toward uh, the the ultimate. And so this bhajan really captures that essence of please master guide me through these impurities and this difficulty. So thank you Chandanji once again very lucky to have you on this platform. With this energy and wave of you know energy let's dive into our Q&A topic for the day. As we go through a gentle reminder for all you listen wonderful listeners we have two avenues available to you to ask any questions you have uh, slider.com/figos as well as a WhatsApp number which will be on screen. Uh, as we go through the session. So today we're really lucky to have two very esteemed speakers joining us. Uh, first we have Subhash Chandraji from Singapore, who for the last six years has been uh, based in Singapore and is a director and uh, at a multinational company handling eight Asia Pacific countries. Uh, he's most you know amazingly been you know associated and a trainer at, at Vyangam York for 13 years. And it is doing a lot of awesome work over in Singapore. So if you're ever in Singapore and you really want to learn more about Pyongam Yog, uh, definitely do reach out um, and we'll get you in touch with Subhashji. Uh, so I hope you can hear us, Subhashji. Yes, Jess, I'm here. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So we also have Saurabhji, who's another, you know, amazing personality from Singapore. Uh, so I'd, I'd also, you know, he's a financial services professional. And he got initiated to be hungry in the mid eighties. So he's, you know, he's seen a lot of things in, in the process of spirituality. And, um, if you're, if any of our listeners are in Singapore, I definitely recommend you both getting in touch with either of these fantastic individuals. So, uh, Saurabhji is balancing a few things today. So he will be jumping in when he can. Um, so let's dive into our topic for the day, which is satsang, uh, association with truth. So the first question I had, uh, and I'll direct this to you, Subhashji. Uh, is, you know, let's just really try to understand uh, what is satsang. Uh, you know, there are so many translations of the word satsang. We have association with truth. We have in company of truth. Uh, what does that actually mean? Is it a, is it a, stat, a spiritual state where you've, you know, uh, you know, let's say achieved the truth and you're in some kind of state of union? Like, what does it mean to be, what does satsang actually mean? Yeah, Abhinaji, uh, this uh, topic itself, uh, the word itself, satsang, is, is quite an amazing word. Uh, and definitely it is very important for every one of us to understand the meaning of this word. 
So satsang, it, it's made up of two words. Uh, it's a Sanskrit word we can say, which is a combination of two words, sat and sang. As you rightly mentioned, that the association of truth, knowing the truth, is basically satsang. But the important point is, what is the meaning of truth? Which type of truth we are talking about here? Is is uh, it the lie and the truth we are talking about, or there is something else we are talking about here? So I would reference here uh, Swarved. I mean, people can read out uh, Swarved in detail, but Swarved has explained a lot of things about satsang, what exactly it is, and why it is important. That is also a um, important to know and Swarved, referencing Swarved is the best thing to understand what is satsang meaning. So in Swarved, the fifth mandal uh, and the fifth chapter of it has described satsang in a much more detailed way. I'm referencing that particular chapter right now to read out some of the uh, couplets from that just to start and begin the meaning of satsang. So Sadhguru Sadafal Deji Maharaj in Swarved, he has mentioned in fifth mandal, fifth chapter, at one place that Shishya Guru Sukhashanti se kar adhyatma vichar nirnay purna vivek me deen adheen adhar. Sadaguru Santan Pasame Kuchidin Kara Satsang Taja Asatya Satya Grahaname Bodha Prakashit Ang. It simply says that Satsang means the discussion between the master and the disciple. When a master is describing one fact or another, to his disciple, whatever way or description comes, that basically comes as a satsang. The same Swarved has mentioned and described that who that master should be. What is the meaning of master also? It's not just that anyone just says something or describing something will consider will be considered as satsang. Roughly not. There has to be something specific thing behind it. That master must be the Brahmanist master. Means he should be connected to the Supreme. Any word which comes from that master is basically all those words, the frame of the words, the sentences, all those considered as the word of the satsang. Anything which the master describes for the knowledge to the disciple is considered as a satsang. So when we talk about satsang means we are talking about the truth. As you mentioned at the beginning time, the truth about the universe, the truth about the life, the truth about everything which exists. What is the conscious entity? What is inert entity? Describing all these things basically considered as satsang. There are varieties of forms of satsang because it may be possible that the master is not physically present at one place to describe things. 
and that's how the importance of swarved also comes into the picture anything if suppose any two people are discussing about the supreme being about the knowledge of the supreme being about the truth of existence of the entities all these things being considered as the satsang we will discuss more about these things uh, in fact i would like to um, bring our discussion towards one important thing there are sarved mentions that there are four different types of knowledges the first basic knowledge is the connection between the soul the conscious entity and the nature what is the knowledge of this connection second knowledge is the knowledge of the soul itself and the third knowledge is the connection between the soul and the supreme and the fourth knowledge is the knowledge the complete knowledge of the supreme itself so with these four basic knowledges if you try to define satsang then it simply means describing knowing understanding and adapting the knowledge of these four entities four connections is basically satsang avinoji yeah thank you subhash it was such a such an important way to you know build the foundations for our conversation today and i think one of the interesting points you raised there or oh, many raised many um uh, but one of the things which really resonates i think uh is you know spirituality and satsang is not about subjective truths uh it seems to be more about objective truths things which are indisputable things which can be experienced by anyone uh and you know you've mentioned that you know uh it's important that there's these four kinds of knowledge uh, which we need to seek to understand um i guess one question which many of our listeners do have is how can you as a person who let's say doesn't have as much experience how can you recognize when uh, the knowledge which is being shared with you is in fact truthful in nature um so you know obviously uh, as we go through life we meet many different kinds of people with different kinds of world views and perspectives how does a spiritual seeker how does a person living a spiritual lifestyle Uh, how do they distinguish between what is truthful and objectively true or something which may be true to one person but not necessarily true to everyone yeah uh, so this is actually a, a tricky thing uh, in in our day to day life uh, as we grow up we learn things from each and everyone around us whoever is experienced and if someone has some experience that experience is the true experience for that person it doesn't matter whether it is a good experience or bad experience it is an experience that's fine and if <coughs> sorry and if that person is sharing his experience whatever knowledge he has gained with someone else of course that is on the basis of what experience he has gained but the point here we are talking about is satsang the word itself the truth what is truth what we are talking about the truth means the first ultimate truth which if anyone in our day to day life understand is the truth is we exist 
the life exists just saying this in word doesn't mean too much of thing we have to realize it we have to realize it from inside not just by hearing it or just saying it right so experience any kind of experience is on the basis of the effort and at the same time if suppose there are many people we if i take about myself i'm, I'm speaking on this vygos platform uh, related with vihangam yoga and experiences whatever i'm saying whatever i'm i'm talking here is not just my complete experience because i have not reached out to that particular level but i am referencing the swarved swarved is written by someone who is the most experienced entity i am using this word the most experienced entity in this world right now who knows everything and that is his holiness sadguru sadakul dev ji maharaj he has said at many places in swarved that i know the whole structure of this universe not just this universe but beyond this also how everything exists how everything is being created and who creates how this whole functioning is happening so we are right now referencing as swarved whatever has been mentioned in swarved that's the ultimate truth anything every word is the truth when we talk about the discussion of course it depends on the experience from where we are gaining right now even if i am referencing swarved that is on the basis of my own uh, understanding maybe intellectual understanding or a little bit of experience the complete understanding of the truth will come from the experience self experience and the experience given by sadguru as well so when we talk about in our day to day life knowing understanding the truth i can tell i can say from my own experience that any one particular time please don't consider that i know the complete truth saying is one thing maybe theoretically it is fine but unless and until we experienced it completely that sentence cannot be the complete truth experiencing the truth means the ultimate objective of experiencing the truth is getting united with the supreme once we have that union then the whole truth will automatically come inside us that's the fact so unless we reach out to that level anything and everything we are gaining is just different milestones which <clears throat> make us progress reaching the ultimate truth yeah thank you swashi and i think i think you're totally right there in that you know uh each of us are trying in our own ways to move along the path of spirituality and i think for many of the listeners who have this question um what i would also lay on top of subhashi's personal experiences is that uh you know you can use the swadvaid as a point of reference um so at different points in your spiritual journey you can check back on the swadvaid and see if the path which is that is being that you are experiencing is the same as what you what has been described and to the extent of your experience if those two things match up uh, you know as a disciple as a seeker it gives you a lot of trust a lot of faith and a, and a very strong point of 
you know, this is the right way to go at this point in time for me. Uh, and I think Savashi put it very, just perfectly that, you know, until we've reached all those milestones, of course, you know, we can't in complete confidence say that we have arrived at the truth, but we're on the way. And, and that in itself is a very big thing. And, you know, the next question which really comes to mind is we're going through this process of satsang, we're going through this process of trying to understand the words of the master. So I'd love to understand from you, Subhashi, uh, you know, for the listeners out there who are starting to think about satsang and, and what it means, um, you know, what are the benefits of performing satsang and how can we perform satsang in our day-to-day lives? Yeah, this is very important to understand. I think uh, anything and everything we do, it it, it must have uh, an objective. For a person whose objective is very much different, he probably may not give value to a satsang. Right. So first, to understand the benefit of satsang, we must uh, create the framework on which we are talking about. So when we talk about uh, the knowledge when we talk about the truth, the knowledge of the truth, and that's what we are saying the satsang is. On this framework, if I if I have to say something on what are the benefits of the satsang, then I would I would like to uh, tell here one of the couplet from uh, Swarvid again, where Swamiji has mentioned, "Sant nahote jagat me ko janat bhagwan." which means he's saying that if in this world saints would have not been there who would have been able to know the supreme being without them without the saints our life would not have been complete meaning of its own life it would have been something same as different insects and animals so basically from this couplet what swamiji wants to uh, mention is that our life, the meaning of our life is actually known only by the saints. They have earned these meanings. And unless and until they let us know their experience and all the knowledge is what they have gained, we would probably not able to know and understand the complete truth about our life itself. So when we talk about the benefits, it's all linked with the spiritual benefit. I would try to uh, bias myself towards that side. Of course, there are other benefits also, not just a spiritual benefit because of satsang. So if I talk about uh, the spiritual benefit uh, out of uh, satsang, then the basic most important benefit is you get like-minded people around you. Who are having almost same objective same aim in their life and i would consider that as the one important one to get united with the supreme when we talk about there are many people in this world who are quite devoted towards god towards this spirituality also but most of them are doing things or thinking on their own uh, maybe hypothetically or reading some books based on their own personal experiences but they're doing most of the things alone individually through satsang what we get is similar type of people get associated at one place and they discuss things among themselves also 
So at the same place, at the same time, there are multiple people available of the same understanding, same thought process, and probably all of them are being guided by the master. Once all of them get together at one place, then there are lots of things which can be clarified among themselves. There are lots of things on the basis of which they can gain further knowledge. And if, of course, everyone is present under the guidance of master at that time point, the master itself gives lots of things at that time. I, 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 I recall one thing when um, present uh, Sadhguru, His Holiness is Swatantra Devji Maharaj mentioned in one of his Amritwani, he mentioned that Sadhguru gives or disseminates his power to his disciples in three ways. And one of the way is through his voice. So when we hear, when we hear some voice from the master, when those voice goes inside uh, through our ears, it goes to our heart, it impacts very differently. Those who are familiar with some of the congregations happen of Bihangam Yoga. Recently, we celebrated our 96th um, annual function, the anniversary of Vihangam Yoga. Vihangam Yoga was established in 1924. And on 1st and 2nd of December, uh, we celebrated it at Swarved Mahamandir near Varanasi. When everyone is gathered at one place, when Sadhguru says something when some words come from his mouth and when it hits the disciple on his body through the ears, it impacts very differently. Those who have witnessed it, there are lots of people who have been experiencing very differently at that time point, at the time when Sadhguru is saying something. So that benefit you will not get anyone will not get from anywhere else and that's the importance that's the satsang basically that's the importance of the presence of the master at the time of the satsang it may not be possible at every time to have sadhguru in front of us during the satsang we can do satsang among ourselves also but the benefit one of the most important benefit from satsang is it gives us the right path it gives us the right direction to move on, especially on a spiritual uh, world. If we have been deviated because of our daily life here and there, uh, whatever, uh, like right now, Chandanji in his bhajan was mentioning that the, the, the disciple knows that there are lots of impurities included involved in his day-to-day -day life, but he wants to purify himself, but he cannot. And the ultimate... Um, ultimate uh, way is to have the blessings of the Sadhguru, the master. So satsang basically gives lots of different types of flavors to purify ourselves also. It gives the right direction to move on. We know you. Yeah, thank you, Pastor. That's such an important thing for us to all understand. And, um, you know, as you rightly mentioned, you know, everyone has a different experience with satsang. Everyone has their own limitations. Uh, and, and despite that, uh, we're all trying our best. Um, so that's the key thing there. Um, and, you know, when we think about satsang and, and if I reflect on it you know, in my personal life, the most transformative experiences I've had in my life, are, as you mentioned, when I'm singing a satsang, I'm listening to someone speak about their experiences, speak about the concept of spirituality, and it really hits you. 
Uh, you start to reflect and it gives you insight into maybe the things you can do differently in your life. Uh, and so I'd love to understand uh, from you, Subhashi, uh, for our listeners, uh, you know, is it possible to do satsang all the time? Uh, so do you have to be do you have to be surrounded by people or can you perform satsang uh, in your day-to-day life as well? Can you reflect on the things you're doing? Can you reflect on the way you're speaking to people, your actions? Is that satsang or is that something different? So satsang is, if I say, it's actually a journey, inward journey. Uh, something is happening when we are doing satsang in outside. And then the impact of all those happenings are on our inner world inside. And at the time when we're doing satsang, definitely uh, most of the time we are grasping things, we are absorbing the knowledge and sometimes we contribute as well in our discussion. But as far as in our daily life is concerned, other than when we are not doing satsang, definitely it, as, as I mentioned, it, it, it simply impacts our life. It simply impacts our uh, the way we live. So it has been seen for many people, satsang has changed their life completely. Uh, there are many examples where uh, people have different type of addictions and their way of uh, lifestyle was very different. And one way or another, because of one person or another, they get influenced and join satsang doesn't matter which kind of satsang it is but but they joined satsang they started learning listening things and because of the environment at that place where the satsang is happening it started changing their life and it has been seen that very far on a fast track they left all of their addictions very fastly and that's the impact of satsang. So, so here also, when we say VYGOS, full form is Vihangam Yoga Global Organization Online Satsang. Vihangam Yoga Global Online Satsang. We have given the name Satsang. And if you see here, we start our this VYGOS Satsang with Swagat Gaan and Mangal Gaan. The importance of that Swagat Gaan and Mangal Gaan is that we are praying to Sadhguru. Please bless us, give us the power so that the satsang runs on the right way, in the right direction so that everyone can be benefited out of it. Which means when we do say physical satsang in our day-to-day life, the importance is about the atoms and molecules because of which everyone's life get impacted. It's not just the words. Words, if, if the words are impacting us, that means it's linked with the atoms and molecules at that time point. And that's what I'm talking about the environment. When we say, uh, say, Om, if we are, if collectively 50 people are just producing a sound of Om, the most vibrative sound, if one person produces that sound, it has a different impact. If 50 people together produces that sound, it all together gave a very different kind of impact on each and every one present at that time. So the collective impact is always superior. So when we talk about in our day-to-day life, if a person has been joining satsang on a regular basis, he is listening, he is contributing to the satsang, then it has been seen that his daily life, his daily lifestyle also has been very much 
uh, including involving all those elements and thinking and thought process what he has learned or discussed during the satsang so yes it is very much true that if we are associated uh, in satsang with the satsang then it changes our day-to-day -day life on the basis of how we think what we think what is our next step even in when we are working in office with our family members with our friends the thought process is very different at that time point because the satsang which we have attended earlier has impacted us from within yeah yeah and you know it's it's also you know so important to think about and, and i really want to dig into this a bit more uh, which you mentioned about uh, what we do after a satsang so you know in, during a satsang we're in a certain environment we're surrounded by like-minded people and in that environment we can start to see certain things within ourselves we start to you know triage and navigate you know what we want to keep maybe what we don't want to keep uh, so what should we as seekers uh, do after a satsang? How do we sustain the impact of a satsang? How do we sustain the effect of those atoms and molecules uh, in a, such a fast-paced world where, you know, you're in a satsang and then the next day you're in the middle of, the, of a city with thousands of people walking past you with their own energy profile, their own way of thinking. How do we sustain the impact of satsang in our lives? Yes. Uh, so satsang, when we talk about, it's not just for one day or one time. It, it has to be on a continuous basis. Continuous basis doesn't mean that three times a day, but uh, definitely uh, every day probably is not possible. Also, maybe once in a week, if that is possible, probably one way or another, or not even that, then fortnightly or monthly the more frequently it would be the more impact it would have so for if, if you're talking about uh, different parts of the country it may be possible that it is not possible for everyone to attend or join a satsang on a very regular basis but of course everyone can join BYGUS where we are discussing all these things which is happening every sunday but along with that to sustain the impact of satsang one has to be in continuous touch of the discussion and the discussion can be with one person, can be through such thing like online satsang or under the guidance of master directly. But even if all these things are not possible, um, reading, uh, which we call swadhyay, right, we, which we have discussed in our previous VYGOS uh, discussion, uh, self-learning is also one of the points which need to be uh, performed. But along with satsang, satsang alone is is not completely sustainable throughout the time along with that any or anywhere especially when we talk about vihangam yoga satsang the emphasis goes on the sadhana the meditation as well as the seva the service also because these are another pillars to sustain ourselves for a longer time in any satsang not online satsang but any uh, physical satsang when we join one of the part definitely is the meditation practice so along with listening things in the satsang discussing things in the satsang about the truth about the existence of multiple entities we do practice through meditation to control the mind also because ultimately whatever we are doing in our day-to-day -day life it is linked with our mind and if mind is not in the right direction 
it would deviate us from one place to another and that's why the importance along with the satsang is also about the meditation practice and the service also because service uh, eliminates or i would say eradicate the ego which is the prime cause uh, of anything bad or anything bad in the sense bad in spiritual life is happening with us so to sustain uh, the impact of satsang for longer time yes the frequency of the satsang should be more and more and second thing is thus whatever we learn in during the satsang definitely one of the uh, learning which we do is the practice of meditation we should include that practice on a daily basis morning and evening just 10 minute in the morning 10 minute in the evening which helps us to control our mind from the outer world in the outer side outside inside and purifying it as well and at the same time we should read out what the master has written because then we can involve ourselves for evolution because as and when we learn things one by hearing one by reading one by experiencing then only it will sustain more and more abhinaji yeah and you know i think that's such a great point you made there and i think the the next thing that really comes to mind for listeners is you know like we're in a satsang we we've talked about what we need to do after a satsang we've talked about what the objective of satsang is what should a person do during a satsang um should they be uh you know thinking about questions they have should they be reflecting on their life uh is there a certain thing which the master says we should try to do during a satsang to maximize its impact uh what is the directive there so the ultimate objective of a satsang is to gain the knowledge and uh practice something to experience things as well so when you say when i say practice something means practice uh meditation but when we talk about the process of satsang um uh, there is whichever way we do the ultimate thing is includes prayer to the master and the supreme being practicing meditation and of course question and answer should happen because the one of the objective for a satsang is as i mentioned at the beginning also the discussion between the master and the disciple the discussion means what probably the disciple has asked one question and master is explaining it out or even in reverse way disciple has not asked but still the master is explaining some uh, facts uh, about the truth uh, during that satsang so definitely in each and every satsang some question and answer should happen but i would like to make everyone uh, cautious during question and answer uh, whoever other than master i think most of us are experiencing in our day to day life to be very frank and and truthful we are experiencing we have not reached out to the ultimate level right so definitely whichever discussion we do whichever question and answering we would do we must have a reference point because uh, for us especially in vihangam yoga if i talk about reference there are certain references one reference is swarved of course which is the complete experience of sadguru sadafaldev ji maharaj another reference can be amritwani which uh, current sadguru his holiness sadguru swatantrya ji maharaj time to time speaks about which somewhere we can find it out on youtube 
or at other places also recorded versions are there although it is in hindi but still uh, many of us can understand that we should reference to whatever has been mentioned in Amritvani. Similarly, there is a Divyavani, which Sant Pravashi Vigyan Devji Maharaj speaks at different time places. Those things should be referenced whenever we do uh, satsang among ourselves. So the process of satsang is we must discuss some facts about spirituality which should be helpful which should be beneficial which should be utilized in our day-to-day -day life not just related with the spiritual things as as for example if suppose i'm working in an office and there are lots of projects i'm working for and at one particular time uh, the situation become in such a way that i cannot handle everything alone at one point what would be my point of action am i going to hide something uh, from my bosses or the senior management people or the CEO or I am going to uh, uh, pass it on to my some of the subordinates or, or or what would be my next course of action so so here I am talking about the patients here I am talking about the time management here I am talking about the self management here I am talking about the stress management all these things would be helpful to do when we actually get involved in satsang so it's not just doing satsang at one place and at one time we must learn how to utilize all those things in our day-to-day -day life as well so when we talk about the process of satsang it must be it must be with prayer it must be with meditation practice and it must have swarved where you learn lots of things uh, in terms of question and answer uh, as well as some discussion at that end point. Yeah, and just to kind of bring it toward the end uh, of our discussion, um, you know, I I think I've talked to many people over the last, uh, it, since I've been involved in, you know, uh, in satsangs uh, in Sydney, uh, and many of them uh, feel like uh, maybe they should have come sooner to a satsang because it gave them interesting perspectives. Uh, some of them maybe leave for a little bit um, because their lives get busy. Um, I'd love to understand, um, based on what the spot of it has to say and what your experiences are, Subhashji, in, in this domain, uh, who is ready for a satsang? Is there even a concept of readiness? Or uh, should it be as simple as I have a question I want to go learn? Uh, I have something I want to achieve in my life. I want to go and understand how I can move toward it. Uh, you know who should be going to a satsang is there a certain kind of person do we is there a certain point in life where we should start going to satsangs more uh you know what uh, what is the thinking there so satsang is for everyone everyone means everyone uh, it is more important in fact it is more beneficial for those people who think satsang is not for me I would say it that way uh, because satsang as I mentioned earlier and everywhere wherever we find it reference it, it changes our life in the right direction saying this doesn't mean that if someone is joining satsang his previous life was not in right direction no it's not like that the point here is whoever is wherever whoever is wherever at whatever point that person is joining satsang is elevate his life in a very different way in or towards the real objective of the life 
for different people, the objective can be different while the person is joining satsang. As for example, if there is a if there is a lady, I'm just picking up hypothetical example. If there is a lady whose husband is is uh, having lots of drinking one example okay and whenever he comes at home he is completely out of his mind and and wife uh, tries to make him understand no you should reduce it control it right then for that wife it may be possible that she brings uh, her husband to one of the satsang right and her objective at that time pointed okay his addiction should be reduced he should be de-addicted from this right and it may be possible that once <coughs> the the husband is uh, getting benefited of the satsang and he he is completely de-addicted from that maybe the wife's objective is completed and fulfilled and it may be possible that thereafter her um focus would reduce i don't know it depends that's how as you mentioned sustainability is very important so for different people objective can be different but ultimately when we talk about the truth the truth of the life it's same for everyone so it doesn't matter who the person is joining satsang is really very important for everyone many times we have seen there are many people who have joined satsang even if they don't understand a single word in that language i i, I have example there is a person i'm not going to quote the name there is a person from uh, malaysia who once joined one of the congregation in in india where swamiji was speaking and uh, he doesn't understand hindi at all and swamiji was speaking in hindi later on somebody asked him you completely focused on what swamiji said for more than one and a half hour and i know that you don't understand a single word of hindi how you were so attentive in that satsang during that amritwani and his surprise to everyone's surprise what he said is i don't know what happened to me but each and every sound he was not saying the word but each and every sound which i was hearing it was so soothing it was so peaceful to me that i could not deviate myself anywhere other than hearing that sound that's the impact of satsang of course we are talking about the words from sadgurudev but i'm giving an example of the impact of the satsang so it doesn't matter which language we are from what is our lifestyle what we do how we do if we need the peace if we need the peace one of the quickest way to get it instantly is to join a satsang and more and more we join it the more and more peaceful life we would have so ultimately if i have to conclude then to have a peaceful life please join satsang yeah thank you so much sapashi for joining us this week i think we're very lucky that we got to you know have this discussion with you uh and i really look forward to you know hearing understanding what our listeners uh, have learned from today and also having more conversations with you in the near future so thank you for joining us this week thank you avinoji so for this week that's kind of, that brings us toward the end of our q and a session uh, let's move toward the shanti part after which we let's do a quick reflection on on the things we heard about today the things we learned uh, and then wrap up for the week
विराग त्याग की शांति हो उदासीनता शांति सेवा जित शिष्य शांति हो सत्य शांति हो शांति हे प्रभु शांति स्वरूप हो शांति शांति मैं शांति 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 जन शांति हो पूर्ण शांति मैं शांति हे प्रभु शांति प्रदान कर दूर हो सर्व अशांति देव सदा फल शांति मैं शांति शांति सुख शांति हे प्रभु शांति प्रदान कर दूर हो सर्व अशांति देव सदा फल शांति मैं शांति शांति सुख शांति That brings us to another end, uh, to the end of another week on the Vyahangam of Global Online Satsang. Before we wrap up for the week and we summarize, you know, how we went and what we learned, uh, if you have any feedback which you'd like to share with us uh, based on our sessions, uh, there is a link on your screen just now, bit.do slash vygos-survey1. We'd love to hear from you listeners in terms of what you're finding useful, what you're not finding useful. Uh, ultimately, this platform is for you folks to really get engaged, get involved, and you know, hopefully, uh, take something away into your lives. You know, this week we looked at the satsang, the the third S, association with truth. And you know, as as we discussed with Subhashi, satsang is one of those things which, you know, we all need in our lives in a certain way. Uh, and you know, I've met so many people and, you know, in my own experience, I've so many times felt like, okay, maybe not right now, maybe later. Um, maybe once I've got myself together a bit more, I can go and sit in one of these sessions with all these awesome people and feel more like I belong there. Um, but to be completely honest, I've never really felt like I belong there <laughs> because there's always something to do. There's always something to work on. And the best part is you get there and you realize everyone's like that. Everyone feels the same way. And when you start to exchange these experiences, you start to learn about the truth and the references which Subhashi mentioned, you start to become a little easier on yourself. You start to realize as other people, uh, you know, going through the same journey in life, trying to imbibe the same principles in life. And together you start to move toward a higher goal and a higher dimension of life. So satsang is you know, a critical pillar of, of the spiritual lifestyle and one which cannot be, which should not be missed, uh, you know, if you are seeking a way forward on the spiritual path and discipline. So thank you everyone for joining us this week. I hope you have something to take away uh, from this session. And I look forward to bringing another session to you in the coming week uh, at this same time on Sunday. So thank you everyone, Jesu Dev, and have a great week ahead.